live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. That we are going to make a significant change uh, to the starting lineup. We are going to elevate Sam to be the starting quarterback. I think you saw, saw cl- pretty clearly that they completely stopped. They weren't letting us get up the tunnel. It just seemed like such a sophomoric ploy to try to keep us out of our locker room. And uh, and he, he looked like he was the ringleader of the whole thing. So Fourth down at two. In the gun. Trips to the right. Snap. Blitz is on. Pockets tight. Oh. Bailey Zappi tip. Intercepted Connor Gordon. Down the right side. 30, 20, 10, and shoved out of bounds. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. All right, good morning, everybody. I can't get enough. It is a new day. Turn it up, Teach. Here we go. Here we go, everybody. Here we go. Tuesday, October 25. Toby and TJ with you. It is the T-Row in the Morning Show here on The Ref. We are the home of Sooner fans as we bring it local now and blast it across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. Happy Tanoga Tuesday, everybody. Takeaways, no giveaways. This show brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. A1 and Turkey Bacon now with you as we are headed toward Ames, Iowa this Saturday morning. Well, before Saturday. That's when the game is. Friday shows, by the way, uh, this one and the one that follows it, the At Plank Show, will both be uh, on the road, literally on the road headed to Ames, uh, mobile editions of the T-Row in the Morning Show and the At Plank Show coming up on Friday. OU Iowa State, Saturday morning, 11 a.m., Jack Trice Stadium up in the cornfields. So we're going to talk about that today. Jeff Levy and Ted Roof met with the media yesterday. We will hear from them. We've got basketball tonight in the Lloyd Noble Center, the one and only exhibition game for Porter Moser's men. We had Porter... On the show late yesterday, if you missed it, we'll replay that interview for you coming up here in the first hour of the show today. Uh, The Bears thump the Patriots on Monday Night Football 33-14. to And a lot of other big news out there, but we start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Well, you seem a little meek and mild today, I Teach. Everything okay there on that uh, side? I thought I'd go meek and mild today. Hello. Hello. Oh, I'm fine. Right. We'll embrace it. We'll embrace whatever you bring to the show <laughs> No, you today, would not. You, you would eventually <laughs> ask someone to come and remove me from the board. <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Teach. How Good are morning. you today, my, my I'm fine. Friend. I'm How fine. are you today? I'm fine. I'm a little frustrated. I don't want to get into it because it would just anger you then, but I'll figure it out eventually. 
Hmm. Is it something that the guys uh, left the studio all asunder last nope, night? Nope. No, nope. No, 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 no. no. It has something to do with a particular app that I'm locked out of right now that I cannot access. ESPN Plus? Ah, we're not going to get into it. <laughs> Let me tell you how much I hate this app. But we're not going to get into it. I how just, are you locked out of it? Because it logged me out again on my phone last night when I went to watch the uh, Venable show. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to log back in. It will not let me log back in, telling me that I got wrong credentials and stuff. And I know I'm correct. We have verified it a hundred times. So then right. it locked me out. It says, uh, for your protection, we're locking you out. Try again uh, <laughs> later. So I got up this morning. You've tried too many times. Got here this morning. No, I have the right credentials, the email password. I know they're correct. My Disney Plus is still signed in under the same account. The Hulu is under the same account. And it locked me out again. And it will not let me log into ESPN Plus. It is the cruddiest. And I've looked and and done some research on this last night. Uh Apparently this is an iPhone, iPad issue that people have all kinds of trouble with this app. And I want to, I cannot figure out for the life of me. Why your Disney Plus apps work, why your Hulu Plus apps work, and yet you know you have these problems with the ESPN app and then going into the ESPN Plus part of the app, and you do not fix it. So I'm going to try my Roku tonight because I need to watch the basketball game, but I'm not guaranteeing you it's going to work. You say it works better on that system on uh, to television, so we'll see. So, so we'll see. I have had issues. You, you have a. I, I did. Did I know you have a Roku? Do I? Did you, is this new or have you always had a Roku? I've had one for a while now. We've okay. talked about it, and I don't use it okay. much. So yeah, I got you. Okay, is it in your bedroom or your living room? Uh, living room. Okay. So I have had a similar issue on my laptop, where a story will come up, you know, on ESPN.com, right? And it'll say. Uh, you know, click here, you know, to read more about the story. You see a headline or whatever, and you click here, and you, it takes you and it said, this is an ESPN Plus story, and you have to be logged into ESPN Plus mm-hmm. to read it. Right. And so I'll click on the link, already logged in or whatever. I'll click on the link, and it'll um, – it, it won't let me get in. Like, won't – I mean, I know I'm, I've got ESPN Plus because I watch it everywhere else, but for whatever reason on my laptop, it – well, actually, it'll like log me in, but it still won't show me the rest of the story. It's a little weird. I don't know. So maybe a similar issue to what you're going. Yeah, through. it's uh, it mentioned uh, MacBooks too, so that would be what you're okay. falling under there okay. too. So I don't know why that is, or uh, obviously they don't either. There's articles on it, but um, they need to I get would that encourage. Fixed. I have never had an issue with a Roku, so hopefully tonight you will be fine with your Roku. And last night. After I finally you don't quit have messing to go back it. and forth. You just get into ESPN Plus. There's well, that's no... what I'm hoping. And, mm-hmm. and I don't understand why that's not like that on my app. You know, it is with Should any be. of my other Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, Amazon Prime. I just click on it. And, and sometimes it asks me, are you TJ, Katie, or Bronx? You know, and I click, click on my yeah, name. Yeah. But other than that, it's logged in. So It would be really nice if they were two different apps. Yes, it needs to be. And that's one of my things with ESPN. And I've always said this about their app. There's too much going on on it. And the, to add ESPN Plus to that, I think they've got too much chaos going on. They, it's a lot. It's a, it's a very thorough app. It's a lot of sports. It's a lot of scores. A lot. It's a lot of stories. So yeah. I get it. But, um, I mean, I was fine last night. I just turned on the radio and listened to it once I 
finally wanted to throw my phone through the wall, but <laughs> I was under attack last night, Teach. You, you were, know? you were. BV was coming at me last night. I don't know why you keep questioning his defense and what he's running. <laughs> so you heard the the segment where he's talking about Iowa State's defense. It was actually Sean that asked the question. Sean that asked the question, and he's asked it. He's called into this show and asked it, and asked why they're so successful over the last several years. And other defenses, and especially OU, seems to struggle within conference. So, it's a so legitimate in segment, question. In the segment, in, in the commercial break before that segment, or maybe it was even earlier in the show, I don't know. It was a commercial break. And Brent's sitting there, and he's like, um, you know, we're just making small chat. And he goes, um, so what kind of defense do you think we should run Saturday? you think we should run a three-man front or a four-man front? I was just laughing. I was like, I don't know, whatever. You know, I, I just thought he was – I thought he was making fun in general of the whole debate over what kind of defense he should run. Right. Then the segment gets going, and he starts like – Sean asks uh, why Iowa State's been successful, and he's like, uh, well, what do they run? He's quizzing me. I was like, a three-three-five. He goes, huh, three-man front. And then he goes uh, – you know, he starts listing off all the other – who's the second-best defense? What do they run? Huh, three-man front. Well, Clemson, 2019, we led the nation in defense. What did we run? He's asking me all these questions. I was like, I don't know, three-man front. Yeah, that's right, three-man front. Cliff Kingsbury I, called me. Said, I hope that I, never comes here to the NFL. Yeah, Cliff, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, eventually, I was like, what? hey, well, hang on a second. Why am I under attack here? I've never said you shouldn't run. Look the other way. It's the guy on the other end of the desk down there. That is the guy who thinks you should run a four-man front all the time. Anyway, it was quite it it was was funny. It was funny because uh, if he was lumping you into sports talk radio in general because you have a show, yeah. your show does not do that, really. You don't do that. I don't do that. We don't. Yes, the guy next to you, they break down everything and uh, everything that's wrong, and their <laughs> textures break down everything that's wrong or what they should be running. Generally, that does not happen on this yeah. show. Yeah, I would openly come out critical in how many men are on the front <laughs> right, ever. Right. I, don't know, I don't know. I have no idea. I, have uh, no, I do not pro, pro, uh, proclaim to be a defensive expert in any way. Here's what was brilliant well, He was about obviously it. wanting to make a point last night. So. He was. And so Sean asked the question just simply about why is Iowa State's defense so successful? What are they doing that's so good? I don't even know. By the time he got to the end, I don't even know what the answer was. It was by the end, it was like, well, they're really good fundamentally, and but it took like fifteen minutes to get there. And Cliff Kingsbury and uh, all these other schools where he's quizzing you on what they're running. I'm like, I don't even know what his answer was at this point. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty brilliantly done into, on his part. He got into asking me where all the guys are from that were on Iowa State's team last year. <laughs> right. I, I completely butchered Brees Hall. He's not from Oklahoma at all. He's from Wichita, by the way. Uh, so it was very. I was really in the hot seat last night for whatever reason. <laughs> Coach Venables decided he was going to come after me last night, but uh, well, you quit questioning. It, it was fun. It was a good show. We had a lot of fun last night. But I'm sorry you couldn't watch it. <laughs> that's all right. I mean, you know, that's not a show necessarily you need to watch. I mean, listening to it's fine. So I don't have to look at you guys. It would you would have enjoyed seeing me uh, squirm. Because like the first time he he the first couple of times he mentioned it, I just thought what you said. He's making a point about sports radio or right. just fan criticism or whatever the <laughs> case may be. 
But then he kept looking at me and quizzing me, and I'm like, hang on a second. What are you – why are you doing this to Someone me Someone has told him something you've said and – yeah. Has uh, twisted it or something, and now he's You got like, the wrong guy here. Right. <laughs> so uh, it was really, it was, it was entertaining. I think, I think it was entertaining. So, uh, yeah, we had a we had a good uh, night last night. And, uh, old Trevor Knight joined us last night. I think he they got did. out before Brent Venables. I was gonna came say, did in. they escort him out with security before Brent <laughs> got there? I did get one tweet. That uh, said, they'll never watch the show again since we had Trevor Knight back on last night. Some guy, <laughs> some guy was mad that we had Trevor I'm Knight. Sure, back there's on. somebody, somebody mad at something all the traitor. time. Yes, I asked Trevor uh, before the show started. I said, "Do you want us to just give you the first ten minutes to apologize to Sooner Nation?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I didn't even say anything." I was like, "I don't know." It was pretty funny. He's the again. Maybe like, that's what was being directed at you. It was Brent's anger at Trevor, and you keep having Trevor back. So he's he blaming took, you. Well, it's the first time we've had him back, but he kind of took a shot at Trevor two weeks ago, I guess. The last show he had. Yeah, he I remember that. He didn't one, say yeah. it by name, mm-hmm. but he mentioned the guy sitting at this desk who, <laughs> you know, said the season's over already and we got nothing to play for or whatever, so uh, now I did get ears, some screenshots of you last night. Were you cold? Uh, no. So I saw somebody said something about being bundled up. Yeah. I had a quarter zip pullover on. <laughs> you didn't so look bundled did, up to me. You just so had your did Gabe Eichert. Brent Venables had like a whole hoodie on and everything. Right. So I don't know why you guys were picking on me. It was fifty-five <laughs> degrees outside. Teddy wore a, go- a polo because Teddy's got big arms and he likes to show them off. So he, if it's winter time, Teddy will wear a polo outside. But the rest of us were wearing jackets last night. So, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was a little bit of a brisk evening. Yeah, I had no problem with what you were wearing. And just Jim and Arlington and some others started tweeting at me, so I just started saying he's <laughs> contemplating what to have with this Frito jalapeno Frito scoop. So it did look like I was concerned. I, the one photograph I saw. Looked like I was concerned about uh, <laughs> something. I don't know what it was, but I was probably concerned about my job since the head football coach thought I was right. ripping him about his three-man front. Well, I can uh, send him the audio. I have all the audio that I've spliced together <laughs> and put things together and formed sentences that I can send him. Yeah. I don't know. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Well, you know what? It'll be a uh, it'll be a summertime uh, caravan discussion in the back of a uh, sprinter van at some point this summer. I'll say, uh, "Hey, what's the deal with the three man front the night you came after me, why, Rudy? Why are you so critical of me, Toby? <laughs> what's that? What's I? What are you attacking me for?" Uh, all right, we'll take a break. Underway on a Tuesday morning. Toby and TJ with you back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. They've got the Norman Regional Hospital, the Health Plex, specialized professionals all across the Norman and Moore area, helping all of South Central Oklahoma with their health care needs. Big thanks to them. 
Air Comfort Solutions text line. Toby was getting grilled by BV last night. Man, you could see the look on Teddy's face. He was like, crap. Has BV heard me talking about the three-man front? <laughs> uh, no, they're besties, man. We would never be mad at Ted- Teddy. Teddy would never do any wrong. It's you, yeah, Toby. <laughs> he must be being influenced by you. You know what happened. You weren't, uh, you weren't sitting there, and Brent, at some point, uh, looked at Ted during a commercial break or something and said, so... Who's hammering me on the radio station about all this? Yeah, Callers, right. who's doing this? And, to- and Teddy goes, I think it's Toby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, good morning. It was, it was entertaining. Good morning, uh, A1 thought, and Turkey Bacon. I was really just going to take it, and then after the show, go, what was that about? But then after like the third or fourth one, I was like, hang on a second here. <laughs> <laughs> What's this about? Uh, he started you coming after me? It was, pretty, it was pretty good. I feel I feel like you're directing this at me right now. What's this about? <laughs> Teddy's laughing over there. Uh, good morning, A1 and Turkey Bacon. Uh, what are y'all's keys to the game on Saturday? Run the ball. Uh, uh, score more points. Uh, the team that scores more points is going to win, and I would say score more points points you'll only get that kind of analysis between right. six and nine a.m right. ladies and gentlemen uh, no i mean listen it's a fascinating matchup of strengths and weaknesses uh it's iowa state's strength defense against oklahoma's strength offense and then vice versa both of them have struggled on the other side of the ball uh iowa state's the number one defense in the big 12 top 10 in the country they have given oklahoma problems even when oklahoma had Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. Now, we scored some points on them, but it wasn't as easy even back then against Iowa State to move the ball, and they did knock us off a couple of times, even in Norman. So uh, the key is to be able to run the football, and Oklahoma's been pretty good about that. Uh, The O-line's been getting better. Eric Gray's been fantastic. TJ leads the country now in yards per carry. Yards per carry. I saw that yesterday. Mm 7.2, number one in the nation. And um, but we'll see. I mean, it's it's really deceptive because they put the three guys up there and it looks like a light box and you look. Yeah, we should be able to run against this. And then they're just really good at crashing and supporting. So if you can run the ball and you don't need seven yards of carry, if you can get four yards of carry, five yards of carry, keep getting first downs, move the chains enough on the ground to keep them honest then everything opens up. But that's easier said than done. Teams have not been able to run against them this year. So there's there's a lot of keys, but I think the number one key is for Oklahoma to be able to run the football Saturday. It helps if I turn on my mic as I'm reading these texts. Good morning, fellas. Will Toby be calling tonight's OU men's basketball game on the radio? Thanks and have a great day. That's from Burley Boomer. Indeed. 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 Kevin Henry uh, will join me for the call tonight. Uh, The crew is back together again this year. I think it's year six. I think that's right. What year did we go to the Final Four, TJ? That was uh, 2016, right? 16 or 17. Uh, 16, yeah. Was it the 16-17 season or the 15-16 season? I'm terrible with years. That was the last year of Scott Thompson. Kevin Henry started the next year. Mm -hmm. I think this will be year number six. For us to be together. 
Uh, but seatbelts back, and we'll be on the call beginning with the pregame show at 6.30 tonight from the LNC. Can't wait. It'll also be on ESPN Plus, TJ. And uh, hopefully you can get it all dialed in on your Roku tonight. Now, here's this person. I Let think- this be a lesson to you to quit watching stuff on your phone, by the way. Hopefully this is God's way of kicking you off your phone and letting you, making you watch it the real you way. You know what I did last night? I had my TV on something. I don't even know what it was on. Um, but I was watching uh, after the Brent Venable show. I was uh, I had Monday Night Football, and that's what was on the TV. And then on my phone, I was watching The Watcher. So that's what I was doing. Watcher. The yeah. Watcher. I think my wife's watching that. You won't like it. It's like Is suspenseful, that... and like these people are watching Who's them live the in their house. Who's the main character in it? Um, I don't know the so guy's the name. Um, the detective is, um, oh, why am I blanking on his name from happy, uh, shooter McGavin from happy Gilmore, um, uh, Chris McDonald or whatever his name is. Um, maybe she's watching something else. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's the watcher though. I saw about 10 minutes of it yesterday, but, uh, when she was watching it, but looked interesting. Yeah. These people live in a big fancy house and these people are watching them, sending them letters saying, I'm watching you and letting them know what they're doing. You, 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 you wouldn't be able to no, handle sounds it. Terrible. Yeah. Sounds uh, terrible. I think your problem, Tej, I love these people, is you're trying to work on a uh, watch on a worthless Apple product, not even good paperweights, those things. I love Apple oh, products. I love Apple. I own Apple stock. I own Apple products and I love them. You Google weirdo. Uh, nothing like a good IT slapdown. <laughs> it looked uncomfortable last night with Gabe sitting next to Trevor. Is there heat there? Could you tell there was heat? No, not at all. <laughs> no. Why, why would that be uncomfortable? Um, but, well, nobody's, uh, Trevor's nobody's been so harsh you. against the program. <laughs> Yeah, and he's a no, no. he's a spy for uh, Jimbo in Texas A and M. I know what's going on here. Nobody that I that n- nobody up on that stage or that I work with have have a problem with Trevor. He said something c- critical, and he's you know had to deal with the backlash of it. Or the I'm sure there's a lot of people that have patted him on the back for what he said. Or I, I don't even know what he said really. He said something about the season's over now. Or, Something, you know, about how the defense hasn't been good. I don't even know. I wouldn't. I, but I know it was critical, and some people had a problem with it. We were just laughing at him when he got there last <laughs> night. Like, oh, you're here, huh? Would you like to start with an apology to everyone? He was. <laughs> so, no, there was no hard feelings at all. Does he ever break into uh, one of his infomercials for his, uh, uh, you know, his influencing that he does on Instagram? I have not. Is it like Taco Bueno or something like <laughs> bueno that? Bueno and a couple of others, and I see stuff pop up from time to time. I'm like, why is Trevor Knight in a Taco Bueno commercial? I have. He has not broken into a Taco Bueno spot on the desk yet. But I welcome it if you would like to bring some, you know, burritos or something. You're all right point. with a platter of party tacos and party as burritos. As, as long as Rudy's didn't care, I'm perfectly fine with it. I'm I'm a Bueno fan. Look at Trevor. He drove up with some Mexi dips and chips. <laughs> uh, I log out of my TV provider, then log into ESPN Plus. Yeah, I've had to do that before, and it's worked. But now it's not working. I'm not logged into my TV provider, and it's not letting me log into ESPN Plus. So, uh, so difficult. Tell Coach he needs to, 
to run the front that doesn't allow Kansas State to uh, score 42 points against its defense. It's from our friend Dwayne and Norman. It was Kansas. <laughs> uh, I guess Kansas State. How, what was the final of that game? Probably Kansas State, too. I don't remember. Uh, they yeah. put up points. That's one thing this week, too, that I think is key as well. Uh, Iowa State has not been scoring points on people. No, nope. defense needs to show up as well and hold them nope. within the twenties because that's about where they're living. A game. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, let's see. This person wants to know why Trevor is there anyway. Um, former Sooner. <laughs> Good on TV. He's an influencer. Uh, people has, a, has opinions. Um. And most of all, he's available on Monday nights between 7 and 8 p.m. Well, we got a lot of people that we rotate, like <laughs> Caleb Kelly and Curtis Lofton and Josh Norman and uh, obviously Gabe. Gabe's kind of a mainstay in Teddy. Mm -hmm. But we got a uh, – uh, who am I missing? I'm, I'm leaving somebody say, out say, don't there. leave anyone out here. They're going to get upset with you. I'm leaving somebody out that we use. Um, and you I said Curtis? Right now. I said Curtis, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so he is a guy who's good. He's good at television and uh, still around the program some and definitely pays attention. So, yeah, that's why he's used. All right, let's take a break. Somebody there mentioned the basketball. We've got the one and only exhibition game tonight in the LNC for the men. They get OCU tonight. Very eager to see what the new guys look like tonight. We had Porter Moser on the show late yesterday. We'll re-rack that for you. Porter Moser coming up next. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I can't wait till tomorrow night. Exhibition action for Porter Moser's team. They get OCU in the LNC. The college basketball season is almost here. And the head coach of the Sooners joins us live now. Good morning, Coach Moser. How are you today? Well, I'm good, Toby. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good. I miss you. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you again in your basketball team. Man, I feel like I'm there with you in the living room. You just can't see me because I'm listening to you every week. And I, <laughs> you just bring so much energy to OU, man. So I feel like I've been with you, just not in the same room. Oh, I appreciate that. That's nice of you, Coach. Well, how have fall practices gone? How do you feel about how the team's looking? You know, we're getting better, and that's the thing. Like we had this summer, um, you know, the, the key, I think we've talked about this this summer, is we had five guys off of last year's team return, and it makes it a lot better than zero, um, you know, from the year before that, we, that, that I've been new here. And those five guys noticeably got better. They really had an intentful, like very intentions of getting better this summer. They were really good. And they, the newcomers just followed in. I mean, I thought we had great workouts this summer. Um, then we went to Spain and that was really good. And, um, and then this fall, I mean, I just, I like the mentality of, I mean, everybody knows where we, where we want to be in March and you got to be obsessed with the road in front of you getting better. You just can't think about March. And, and that's what I thought we did. I thought we got better, you know, by the time January and February came out, I thought we were playing our best, but we're excited to play somebody different. That's for sure. They're sick of beating up on each other. It's got to be such a relief, as you mentioned, compared to a year ago when everything's new. You know, everything you're trying to implement is new. Now at least you got those five guys back. You got some veterans. You got the European tour under your belt. 
the fact that you've got a, a base established going into this year, I would imagine makes you feel like you're miles ahead of where you were a year ago. It's so much better to have Jalen Hill demonstrating a defensive technique than Porter Moser demonstrating <laughs> a defensive technique. I mean, it's just way better. And uh, I think that's the thing. It's like you got veterans because there's always an unknown when you, a, a new coach takes over, and especially with a new roster, there's an unknown about like, all right, what are what, you know, how, what is his demands? What are his standards? How are things going? What's practice going to be like? And then now you have those five guys. The, the newcomers are like, I mean, those five guys are going hard every drill, every rep. And the new guys don't know any other way. And I, I, I just, I've been thinking a lot about Brent and the same thing. And just how much year two, when you've got a core group that has been through a year, and then how much that, that, that helps. Because that first year is, is really tough because you're constantly trying to establish things, your culture, the way things are. And then you get thrown into the games, and it just, and, uh, it, it just makes all the difference in the world to establish, establish your culture and and getting guys, uh, and that's why it's going to be so important for all other sports to maintain our guys here. With this transfer portal, it's so important that they come to OU and they feel like there's no way I'm going to leave. You know, everything about here, uh, there's no way I'm going to leave because that's the culture you got to build so you can get continuity and, and get bring guys back year after year. Okay, these uh, this exhibition game and early in the season, everybody's interested in in seeing the new guys, finding out more about the new guys. So. I thought I'd kind of go down one at a time here and just have you tell us what you expect they're going to bring to your basketball team this year. Let's start with Bamasil, okay. Joe Bamasil. Score like he's he's like a old Vinny Johnson days. He comes in and he can score. Um, he doesn't think any shot's a bad shot, and he is the most wonderful kid. He comes and he's like, "Coach, is that not a good shot?" I'm like, "No, Joe. You got three guys on you, and there's 25 in the shot clock." He's like, okay. I got you, Coach. And, but he's got that kind of confidence that he feels he can make every shot. He is, he, I don't know if there's a kid that comes in and tries to watch more tape. He's never been demanded to guard the way he's been having to guard here, and it's only going to make him a better player. Extremely athletic, long arms, energy, makes plays. You'll notice when Joe Bamison's on the floor, whether it's getting a rebound, a cut, a dunk, or a shot, he's, he brings energy. The Big 12 preseason newcomer of the year is Grant Sherfield out of Nevada, and Sounds like, um, boy, having the ball in his hands is going to be a good thing for you this year. No doubt. He's one of the best in the country at coming off ball screens per all the analytics. And he, uh, and so that, and then now that we've had him, um, those analytics are the truth. Um, he, can really, he can really score. He can create for others. Um, he draws a lot of interest. He's got a phenomenal mid-range game. I mean, a phenomenal mid-range. Like, he'll come off a ball screen and he can – he can hit that mid-range shot over a big. Um, it's really going to be tricky. People are going to make decisions, you know, uh, of what you do when you got uh, Tanner Groves and him in a ball screen um, because Tanner can shoot it so well. And, um, but he, he's, he can create something out of nothing. And I think with the Big 12 defenses, like Akinjo could do that. Obachi could do that. Um, it just seems like Marcus Carr at Texas could do that. Rockington and I, every team had a, a, a guy that could just – kind of go create something out of nothing when this Big 12 defense just clamps on you at the end of a shot clock and grants that guy. How about the freshman out of Vegas, Milo Suzan? I think people are going to love him. Tremendous feel for the game. He's a 6'4", true point guard. Sometimes 6'4", guys, um, are trying to be combos. Los is a true, true point guard. He can pass with either hand. And I say that, and I don't – I, I, I go, oh, that's no big deal. It is because out of ball screens, when you start icing and trapping – 
He can throw a left-handed pass to the opposite corner on a frozen rope. He really has a good pace to himself, sees the floor, uh, and I think he's one of our better guard defenders as well. Okay, the uh, true freshman out of New Jersey, Otega Owe. So I, was, I don't know if you saw his brother yesterday, but his brother was racing down guys for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, yeah. Athletic genes, like super athletic. Like you're going to look at him, you're going to think he's got a senior body. He does not look like a freshman. Uh, he too, the two freshmen have come in and really taken to the defense. He can really guard the ball. Um, he's still a work in progress off the ball, um, but he's on the ball. He's physical, strong. He gets his athleticism. He can really slash and cut. It's hard for guys. He goes downhill. Um, and is working on his perimeter shot, um, but he can really go downhill and he plays above the rim. 6'11", freshman out of Missouri, Luke Northweather. You know, he's, he's bigger than Tanner, and he shoots like that. He can really shoot it. Um, you know, he hasn't missed a practice all spring um, since he got here, and he just tweaked his ankle uh, Friday in, in the workout, so he probably is not going to be available for the exhibition game. But he's... He's got a body, you know, sometimes when you get 6'11 kids from a small town, they come in and you got to load them up on food because they're like a buck 90. And uh, this, this, he came in at, you know, 6'10 and a half, 232. So he, he can shoot, he's skilled. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's given us, he had some really good games in Spain, and I'm, I'm excited for his future. You went over, uh, you went across the pond and got Benny Schroeder from Germany. I don't think Benny played with, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think he played with you in Europe. How, how's he doing? So the two guys that didn't play are, are Benny Schroeder and Yaya Keita. Both of them had knee surgeries, and both of them didn't, weren't released until September. So Benny's, Benny's been coming back. He's been practicing about three weeks now, really skilled. He's, he's such an unbelievable kid, and he wants it so bad. It just killed him to sit out all summer, and we just got to get him to slow down. He's trying to save the world on every play, and, uh, and that's a good problem because that means you care. And he's just got to slow down and uh, get caught up. But he's long. I mean, he does some things that you're just going to shake your head. And he's like, man, you can see you can see his potential. But him and Yaya are good to go now. Yeah, they're both they're both eligible. They're both uh, ready to play, cleared health wise. Um, they're just in the process of catching back up with everything. Uh, but yeah. they're they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna plan on playing him tomorrow. Tell us more about Yaya. Tremendous kid, unbelievable body. Um, and, you know, def- more of a defender, energy, rebounder, set screens, um, just chiseled 6'9", 240 body. You know, just get in there depth, uh, to be physical, to bang with some of the b- depth of the bodies uh, our league had. You know, uh, one of the returners that I did want to ask you about is uh, Jacob Groves. I felt like late last season when you guys got hot, Jacob became a pivotal part of what you were doing what, what have you seen in him this summer and this fall leading into this season? His confidence explode. Um, his, he literally physically grew. I mean, he's as big but might be taller than Tanner now. Um, he's every bit of 6'9". He came in at about 6'8". He's uh, really worked on his shot. Um, his confidence grew. And that's what I tell is this is a great lesson for young people. I sound like Steve Stone, broadcaster out of Chicago. If you ever listen to him, he's like, for all you young kids out there, um, <laughs> So for all, he's a great example, Jacob is, is, you know, he was up and down in and out of the lineup. And he never really, I mean, he'd get 10 minutes here, 6 minutes there, 12 minutes there, nothing really consistent. And when Harkless got hurt for the year, he stepped in and he seized his opportunity and he was ready when called upon because mentally he stayed so into it. 
he, he, he stayed it positive. He stayed into it. And when, he, when his opportunity came, he was prepared. He was prepared physically and mentally. And I thought he, he was really a, a key for us to go on that run down the end of the year. He had 15 in that Baylor game. And he just carried it over, Toby, Toby this summer. Um, his shot looks better. He physically looks stronger. Um, he's guarding better. Um, but I, think he's, I, I just think he's going to have some big moments for us this year. Speaking of uh, Chicago, uh, your first pitch was great with the Cubs, but that sister <laughs> sister Jean showed you up a little bit with her. I mean, I'm used to basketball. her showing me up. She showed me up for ten years. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in the Final Four, the head coach. I'm thinking, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, and I'm, I'm second fiddle. I'm used to that as well as she should be. As she should be. If I'm 103 and I'm throwing on the first pitch at Cubs games, I'd better have a street named after me. She just got the subway named after her. <laughs> Fantastic! All right, this is. I have to first... mention this though. I, I got to mention. I got to mention this, Toby, because there's one guy uh, we don't, we haven't talked about, and he's from Oklahoma. And I just want people to know that this kid has come in and he walked on and he's moved himself right into uh, position. Is Sam Goddard from from Oklahoma? Here, Sam, Sam is Southmore. Really a tough. Uh, yeah, really transferred from Wofford. Tough, physical. Like, really athletic, sneaky athletic. He's going to have some dunks this year that you guys are like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. So watch for him because he is tough as nails, and he just I, – I love guys like that. I, I relate to toughness and energy like that, and Sam's going to – you'll see Sam right away tomorrow. Okay, this is going to be the first question of 150 I ask you this year when you say uh, it's none of your business yet, Toby. But do you have a starting line? I can say that. Yeah. I can, oh, yeah. You, you're I can allowed. say that to you. Trust, trust you didn't me. tell me that my first year. You didn't tell me that my first year. You can, you can say it. You can say it. Hey, do you have a starting oh, lineup for tomorrow night yet? I do. The rules say, Toby, you have to start a lineup. <laughs> right. You don't have to announce it the day before, though, on a radio yeah, show right. if you don't want to. <laughs> no, you know, we're, we're still tinkering with it. No, I, I think I know who I, who I want. I, I, I mean, my guys, we, we kind of know who. I mean, you, you could probably, you know. Jalen and Tanner and Grant have been kind of consistent in there. Um, you know, I think we're going to play a lot of different guys. But uh, um, and I'm gonna, I'm going to push my button right here. And Toby, none of your business. <laughs> okay, that's number one. You got 149 left to go. <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be funny. I got to get people to come in the gym so so they can see who right. does it. Right. Right. I, yeah, I yeah. That's get right. People there. Leave a little mystery. That's exactly right. Well played by you. 7 o'clock tomorrow night. There you go. Porter uh, Moser on the show yesterday. That'll be tonight. It's tonight, 7 o'clock in the LNC tonight. O-U-O-C-U. We'll have a 6.30 pregame for you on Sooner Radio. You can watch the game tonight on ESPN+. Plus, Unless you're TJ, and then you probably won't be able to figure it out. Quick break. Back after this. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Toby and TJ back with you. It is the T-Row in the morning show this hour, brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. I want to tell those of you in the Norman area, you're invited out to help a good cause, uh, the Norman uh, NYSA um, soccer organization with Oklahoma Celtic, uh, putting on the Haunted Pitch this mm. weekend, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Oh, no, thank you. Uh, haunted Pitch uh, will go towards scholarships for kids that are uh, needing scholarships out there that want to play soccer. Haunted House 
is set up. It says age is 10 and up, so it must be a little bit scary for mm. the younger ones or Toby Rowland. But 10 yep. and up is I'm what out. it's recommended for. It's this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 to 11 p.m. right here in Norman at the uh, soccer complex on Robinson, 1001 East Robinson. Uh, if you live in Norman or the surrounding areas, you know where the soccer complex is in Norman. You're all there 50 times a week. <laughs> um, yeah, it says uh, 10 and older. Proceeds going to support more kids being involved in soccer through their scholarship program. So go check out the Haunted House at the Haunted Pitch this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. <laughs> There's a lot of haunted. Will you be uh, attending that? No? No! No! Come on, it's 10 and up. You can handle that. I am old enough to know what I like and I don't like, and I do not like anything scary. Uh, we had a call off the air during Porter that said they're so excited now, the way Porter makes it sounds, they're not going to lose a game. And I think that's his plan at this point. Going into the season, his plan is don't lose a game. Try to win them all. Try to win them all. The I rarely do. make predictions on this show. You know that, TJ. Right. Um... But I have a prediction. I think OU wins tonight. <laughs> okay. Is that hoping or uh, you have a pretty good feeling about this? I have a good feeling about okay. it. Okay. I'll go with you. I'll I go have with a good you. feeling about win tonight's tonight exhibition against OCU. Yeah. I, I had somebody ask me yesterday how good, you know, somebody – uh, who I work with, say, how good do you think the men's basketball team is? I, no, I really have no idea. I mean, I think they got a chance to be pretty good. I like the pieces they brought in, but, they, you know, they lost some firepower. Moja Gibson was really good at the end of the year. Elijah Harkless, until he got hurt, did great things. For th- so I think they're better because it's year two. And they were should have been an NCAA tournament team last year. So, But I'm very eager to see them in action tonight. Top of the hour break. We'll be back.